Hey everyone listening, this is Julian, and we're talking today about what centering is. And centering is essentially a relaxation technique. We see it done in yoga, part of meditation, part of mind-body stress relief, or other mind-body therapies. And in centering, what we're going to go through are a quick description of what are the four parts, what makes centering centering, what's the purpose of it, why would we even do it, why would we use this strategy. And then I'm actually going to take you through a centering experience for yourself. So first is first. We have what is centering, what are the parts of it, and why do we even use it? So four stages to centering are process of arrival into a situation and checking in, inquiry, which means asking ourselves questions, digging a little bit deeper into the situation, what's going on, pranayama or breathing. So if you're in yoga, we're calling it pranayama often. Otherwise, it's basically a a process of breath work that's focusing on checking in with our energy so not necessarily a vitality that type of energy like how awake are you on a scale of one through ten but more of the energy that you're carrying with you in your body so that relates to attitude that relates to just where are you in the day it relates to our emotional energy as well and then the final step of centering is focus and intention so what centering is these four steps when do we even use them and so we see the most common way that i like to share is when you're doing uh in a yoga class because we already know you're signed up for something that's going to be a mind body experience and you know at the beginning the instructor is going to have to say something to relax you right to calm you down to make you feel nice and warm comfortable And that's really what centering is. I like to think of it as an invitation or as those first really crucial moments in an experience where you get to let go of everything that happened earlier in the day or whatever was happening prior to that current experience. And you give yourself space, emotional space, mental space, and even permission to be in whatever is next. So if it's a yoga class, the actual yoga class, the poses, the breathing, that's what's next. If we're going to be using centering, say it's at the beginning of a personal training session, maybe you have a client who has a really stressful job and you have some things you want to teach them and instruct, you have a hard workout you want them to do, and they have a hard time letting go of work. They're just distracted or they're talking about it or they're on their phone, and you really need something to create almost like a buffer, a very clear separation of what was then and then what's now, really helping them be mindful of what they're trying to do with you and for themselves here in the present moment. Another space where we could see centering in in our type of profession is with athletes, Um, whether it's an individual athlete or a team, prior to practice or prior to a game. It gives us this transitional space, kind of like crossing a threshold from whatever they were doing earlier in the day into this new experience that maybe might be high pressure if it's a game or tournament or contest or competition. So when we have these four stages, arrival and checking in, inquiry, energy-centered breath, and then lastly, focus and intention, I want you to keep in mind some of these different scenarios where 
they would apply. So if we have an actual mind-body experience, like a meditation session or a yoga class, we have a personal training session, and then we also have something that's leading up to a high-level performance or contest. So stage one, centering, arrival and checking in. That's really you as the coach, trainer, or instructor, or leader in the situation to invite them to be present in whatever is next. So it could be as simple as after your client, say they're coming into the gym, they put down their gym bag, they change their clothes, they walk up to you, and it might be that first process of just like, hey, what's up? Today, we're going to be going through X, Y, and Z for our workout. I hope you are going to love it today because I'm really, really focused on getting this out of our session. And so it's just kind of like introducing them to the new environment. And we want to make sure that they feel whatever you need them to feel. So if it's a personal training session, you want them to feel like, oh, cool, my trainer really cares about me, wants me here, and is excited to work with me. If it's a yoga class, and yoga or a mindful session or meditation session. Um, it's yoga often or meditation is a space where people tend to open themselves up to being vulnerable. Um, and it's an experience that's more personal. It tends to be more quiet. And people usually come to that kind of experience to reduce stress. That's really one of the main reasons. And so we want to make sure that in this process of cueing them into arrival and checking in, this for them in a mindful experience isn't, you know, checking it in at the front desk. It's more of saying, hey, we're unrolling the mat. We're laying down on it and we're checking in very, very simply with just what's our energy like today. When we lay on this mat, it's a space where energy can be open, we can visualize it, we can be honest with ourselves, and really it's making sure they feel safe. Because a lot of times in a mind-body practice like yoga or meditation, we're gonna be looking and feeling thoughts and observing thoughts that might not always be easy to observe or might be more challenging to deal with. And so arrival really for them in that stage and that space is making sure they know that they made the right choice, that they are exactly where they need to be in the moment, and that it's okay to let go of work or all the other things that were happening before. If we're working with an athlete population, centering uh, or pro- first stage of centering with arrival and checking in might be a simple question. Team comes into the locker room or team comes ready for practice and it's you setting the tone saying like today is an important day. We've got this going on. This is what I need for you to be with me 100% with each other 100% and be ready to go for your team. So it's it's very short. It's not a long part of the process, but it's it's really you as the instructor or coach setting the tone for what's to come next. Stage two is inquiry. This is where we invite them to dig deeper into how they're doing. So the easiest space I like to do this is explain it is in the yoga or mindful meditation practice setting. So they've already, they're on their mat, they're already feeling comfortable, they feel safe, they've maybe let go of um, some of the expectation of like they have to be go, 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 and they're like, oh yeah, cool, I'm here to relax. So they've already checked in with that. So now we start to ask them, how are they doing? 
And I usually think of this, it's such a common question. Everyone asks everyone else that. And we always say, fine, or I'm good. But it's really, really opening up the window and opening up the door. Maybe it's a huge door, a garage door, <laughs> for someone to be really honest with themselves. And so this isn't a, in a mindful, quiet setting. It's not a conversation that happens, but it's more of you're inviting someone to go much deeper into their thoughts and into their emotions. So I usually start inquiry with the physical body and I have them do just a simple mental scan just to see how is your physical body today? Are you feeling well or maybe a little under the weather? They have a sniffly nose or a sore ankle, just checking in with the, the easy stuff, the physical things. Then I cue them into their thoughts. And so I have them think about what are all the things going through your head right now? Kind of like um, when you have the bottom line on ESPN or on the stock market channel is you see all of the news, all of the stuff just passing through. That's what this process is with the mental inquiry. It's like, what are each of the thoughts? And you invite them to check in and note them, but without attaching and getting pulled along that bottom line, along that ticker, just noticing it and then letting it go. And then we go into our emotions, our emotional state, our energetic state. And from there, we invite them to really think about how are you feeling today? Not just the physical body, but what's your emotional state been like? Have you been anxious? Have you been sad? Are you excited? Is there anticipation? Are you upset, angry, resentful? having them actually acknowledge what they are feeling and that can be kind of hard for some people there's not a lot of spaces in life where we really open the door for that and so it's really good that's why step one is so important making sure that we have this safe space where the person feels like okay they can arrive in this quiet practice or this safe practice if we're using inquiry in a different setting say it's more training or performance oriented that could be us as the personal trainer asking our athletes questions how are you feeling today what's this injury like how are you doing have you been icing that asking those physical questions and then going in all right what are the top three things that have been stressing you out lately because that at least allows your client or your athlete the chance to verbalize and be honest with themselves which that in itself the expression of what's stressing them out or what's on their mind is part of the stress cycle of releasing it by acknowledging it and verbalizing it it lets it go and then especially if they're going into exercise which is a key key part of closing the stress loop very very good process for them and then you might be able to use some of the things that they're stressed about or that are on their mind or that even if it's not negative even if it's something they're really excited about and it's on their mind you can either engage with them in conversation and ask more follow-up questions or Maybe it's something in their workout that you can use to the advantage of them and the workout. So let's say one of my favorite things to do are slam ball throws. So it's using a sand filled medicine ball and you take it up head to an overhead position and you just throw it down on the ground in a really powerful, quick way. And I always think, I always tell clients or athletes when I do those, just think of any little thing that's been annoying you lately, any person, any object, assignment, whatever it is, pretend with each throw, you're putting all your effort into letting that thing go and letting that annoying thought go when you're slamming the ball down. So maybe you can use it later. If it's with athletes that are getting ready for a major performance um, or major contest, it's asking them to, to be honest with what's going on 
Um, maybe it's some uh, some reasons why they're there. What's they're asking them? What's your motivation for this tournament? Where is your head at? Where are your goals for this? Bringing up some of those thoughts, and then but still, just like we did in the other situations, encouraging them instead of honing in or attaching to something to let it go so especially if it's there's been maybe a disagreement on the team or some sort of conflict it's just saying hey you know what i know this has been here but we're gonna let this go today because we have work to do we're gonna move forward the third stage of centering is breath work so it's an energy centered breath practice so in yoga we know breathing is a huge part of it in meditation we know breathing major entry point into a meditation or mindful practice and then you know what even in personal training or training an athlete or getting ready for something, making sure that their breath is feeling clear, that they're using their breath to feel confident, that they're creating a separation. And that's one of the things I love about breath. It's a really tactile way for the client or the athlete to feel a separation from all the things you were just talking about, their their stressful work day, the thoughts that were in their head or the emotions that they've been dealing with that they had to acknowledge. We use an energy-centered breath. That means using your breath for a purpose, to change your energy, to change your attitude or to bring you into the moment and so this is where we teach a nostril style of breath so it's the type of breath that we do in yoga a very deep diaphragmatic belly style of breathing that is going to engage the parasympathetic nervous system to put us in a state where we're able to eventually later focus and set a very clear intention for the rest of whatever we have going on um, and then I also like to use cleansing breaths so uh, using them to create separation I mentioned a cleansing breath you breathe in through nose and it's a very open mouth um, intentional with a purpose kind of an exhale it's like at the end of a long day when you sit on the couch when you get home and you sigh it's that type of breath so you breathe in through the nose and then you let go through the mouth there's a little bit of voice even vocality that's added to it and it feels really good to do that that's kind of the classic deep breath that when we tell people to say, hey, just take a deep breath, that's what we mean by that. It creates a sense of separation from what was and what is. And then we clue them back into nostril, deep, slow, steady nostril breath. When we take them through a few rounds, and, and this could be 10 breaths, this could be three minutes, this could be 20 minutes of breathing. Maybe breathing is the main purpose of the session that you have, so you're going to spend a significant amount of time. The breathing needs to be there. It needs to be enough to be noticeable so that the athlete or the client feels different after they've gone through these first three stages than when they walked in the door. And then that brings us to the fourth aspect of centering which is focus and intention. And so after they've come in the space, you've checked in with them, see how they're doing. They've checked in, they feel like they're safe, they're checked in or in tune with the purpose of whatever they're there for. You've asked some questions or they've asked some questions of themselves. They've become honest with how they're physically feeling, cognitively thinking about and emotionally feeling. You've taken them through a breathwork practice to really, really focus in on the present moment and letting go of everything before or in the future. Then the brain and the body 
are really primed to focus on something next and to set an intention for where their energy or their efforts are going to go. So in a yoga or mindful practice, say it's yoga and you're going to be, this is still in the beginning and you're going to be doing poses and sequences and flows later. The intention is an invitation to, it's kind of like a, a vow that you make to your heart. That's how I describe it. It's not a goal or uh, something that you're going to check off on a to-do list. An intention is more of a feeling or an energy or an attitude that you're going to embody throughout whatever is next. And so it might be to be more hopeful. It might be an intention to be open-minded and to be optimistic. Could be an intention to continue to be honest. Could be an intention to try their best or to be more gentle or show themselves some love or grace. Um, So I try and keep the intentions in a positive type of language. And I usually invite people to think of their own, something that resonates with them. And after a bit of time, when I let them breathe and think through it, I may give a suggestion or two, because this can be hard if you're new to it. If we're in more of the performance world, athletes or clients in physical training or personal training, that's where I like to bring in the focus of the day. It's kind of like, here's what I need you to do today. Or if we think of athletes, a team getting ready to compete or perform. So after we've gone through those first three stages and they are fully present in the moment, breathing really, really puts you in the present moment, that's where now you get to direct their focus. And if as the coach or as the trainer, that could be a focus for that game. Maybe the focus of the game is to execute whatever it is, the plays, the drills that need to be done. Maybe the focus of the game is to communicate, to keep talking, going, to be listening and looking for nonverbal communication. Um, Maybe it's to win. Maybe it's to focus on a certain technique um, or skill, especially if it's in an individual sport. Maybe it's kind of that last technique that you really want them to take with them into their performance when they're in the eventually in that high stress or high um, high flow situation. So those are the four stages of centering. So we have stage one is called arrival and checking in. Sometimes it's a physical arrival. Sometimes it's just more of an energetic arrival into that session. Stage two is inquiry. It's asking questions or self-questioning, digging deeper. Stage three is breath work, energy-centered breath work. And then stage four is focus or intention. So that brings us into actually doing a centering practice. So what I want you to do now is to find a place where you can be comfortable. Um, It could be laying down, but here's my caution. Laying down, we still want to be really present. We don't want to fall asleep during centering. And so I usually say a chair where you can sit up really tall and just let your hands and arms rest in your lap or down by the sides, having your feet uncrossed and legs uncrossed. My favorite place to do centering or any kind of mindful practice or meditation is sitting on the floor, but with my back against a wall or against a side of a bed or a couch, a nice soft surface. I like to have something firm, but not uncomfortable underneath my sit bones and also behind the back and by having something supporting you behind you so if you're sitting against a wall or the bottom part of a couch or a chair that's to help keep your spine and your torso your upper body upright so that you can have that really really good diaphragmatic deep breath 
but also stay present and stay awake. And then I want you to see if there's anything that might be distracting that you can eliminate. So maybe it's closing a window, closing a door. Maybe it's uh, definitely shutting off any noises, electronics, putting your phone on do not disturb for a little while, turning off notifications of things that might get in your space. So once you're ready and the environment is set, I want you to find that position seated or wherever you are. And then I want you to roll the shoulders back a few times. We let the ears and the shoulders separate away from each other. So we feel the shoulders pull down the spine. We feel how we're connected into the floor. So whether it's through our sit bones, our hips, or our legs. And then we feel how we're connected to any other surfaces. So if our upper back or our head is pushed against the wall, gently nudging it back in, feeling the connection and feeling the support that we receive from the floor and from the wall or from whatever's behind us. We take a few breaths just without changing our breath, just breathing whatever breath we brought with us today. And then as we breathe slowly, we open the eyes if they were closed. We take a gentle look around, slowly, just noticing a few things in our environment. And then we close the eyes. And it's as if we can still see without seeing those things that are there. But because the eyes are closed, they don't matter anymore. We give ourselves this free ticket, this free invitation to be in the space that we're going to be in for the next few minutes. We give ourselves an invitation, a free ticket to work on mindfulness, to think for ourselves and think in a free and safe space, to breathe in a free and safe space, and to maybe even relax. We gently think back to what's happened so far today or this week or this month or even this year. And we make a decision. We let ourselves release for now everything that's in the past. It's as if we walked in a door into a brand new room, a room that had everything we wanted to be in it. And we shut the door because we've arrived in this new space. As we're in this space, it could be just in the room that we're in, but it's really the space that we're occupying in ourselves, in our own head, in our own body, in our own emotions. And it doesn't have to be perfect, but the cool thing about it is it's us and it's exactly where we need to be right now. So all of the other things that we could do or we have done or we need to do, they'll have their time or they already had their time. So for now, for the next few moments, this is right where we need to be for ourselves and for our life. We take a long breath in through the nose and a long exhale out through the mouth. And we start to ask those simple questions. Now that we feel safe, we know we're in a space where we can just be ourselves and check in with the body today. How actually is the body feeling? Are we feeling energized or awake, rested, maybe not so rested, maybe it's tired or overworked? 
Is anything sore or injured? Anything just under the weather feeling? Without worrying about it or questioning too hard that it causes us to get lost on a tangent, we just are honest. Straight up tell ourselves, this is how I'm feeling today. This is how my body is today. And then we move into our thoughts. It's as if we slowly creep up into the forefront of our head, right across the forehead. And we think of that bottom line, that ticker going across of all of the things. And so we just kind of one by one note what's going through our head right now. What are the thoughts? Maybe that this feels weird. Maybe it feels good. It could be conversations we've had. It could be stresses and worries or doubts that we've had. Anything that's an actual conscious thought. We acknowledge each one. It's kind of like you're just putting a little sticker note on each one and just being like, yep, I see you. And then you send it on its way. Knowing that some of these thoughts, it's okay to return to later when they have their time again. And then some of these thoughts, we need to just let them go completely. take some time until that stream of thoughts gets slower or maybe you get a few repeats that we need to re-note and send on their way again and then little by little you might notice that stream of thoughts it's even slower until it's clear it's just open space and every once in a while in our centering or mindful practice or whatever we have next those thoughts might pop back in and so we know it's as simple as just putting that little note on it checking in acknowledging it and letting it go and then we move in even deeper go into our energetic and emotional self we ask ourselves that question again how am i today And this time it's how is the heart? What are some of the feelings that we've been feeling? And we show ourselves some love by being committed to the truth. We're honest with ourselves. It's kind of like a a little therapy moment that you get to have with yourself. And there's no shame. There's no guilt. It's just whatever is. You note what you're feeling and what you have been feeling without attaching or assigning judgment or critiquing you just know that that's a real thing but for the next few minutes we're in a space where we get to be open with those emotions or feeling we can be with them we can release them we can even choose to transform them if we want to so we take a few more moments giving ourselves the time to check in, to ask ourselves that question, to dig a little bit deeper. And then after we've had our time to do that, we take another long breath in through the nose, a cleansing breath, and we exhale through the mouth. is the good stuff now we come into our breath 
we start by paying attention to the breath that's normal and natural for us. We don't try to change it quite yet. We give ourselves a few rounds of just acknowledging the body that we have and how it involuntarily allows us to breathe, to give ourselves life. And even if it's not the fullest or the deepest breath, it's been what's been holding us here for a little while and we're gonna work with it. We start to slowly transition the breath that we brought in with us today, that we arrived with, into a slow, strong, and consistent nostril breath. We breathe in through the nose and out through the nose. By breathing this nostril breath, it allows us to keep the breath warm as it enters the body. And because when we have to focus on it so much, all nose the whole time, it really gives us this space where all of the other things that we had just considered and noted may not matter as much anymore. Focus is on maintaining this really beautiful and strong nostril breath in through the nose and out through the nose. that breath becomes a little more normal for us and natural we start to notice it's rhythmical it's consistent we find some peace and comfort in the consistency of it and comfort even in knowing that if we forget to breathe on purpose it still is going to happen we start to change and shape the breath now as we breathe in through the nose, the breath feels cool, powerful. As it comes into the body, we feel it instantly warm us. It's a feeling of feeling fulfilled. And then as we exhale, it's as if we're releasing anything that no longer serves us, anything that we don't need right now. It's a full, complete exhale, emptying out every last bit of air from the lungs and giving ourselves this long, lengthened time and space of an effortless release. We start to make each breath longer than the one before, and each breath deeper into the body than the breath before it. So if we felt we were breathing in through the chest, across the shoulders the next few rounds of breath go even further they go into the heart the lungs that front of the chest you might even feel the back body if we're against the wall or chair or the floor we might feel that back body expand as the air moves into the lungs and as we feel the diaphragm engage and then as we exhale the exhales become even longer yet we like to lengthen out the exhales, especially even more than the inhales, really giving ourselves the capacity for full release and to let go. Any thoughts may pop into our mental space, any chatter comes in. As we breathe, we simply acknowledge them on an inhale and we use the exhale to release.
how the breath sounds in between the ears, how it feels as we feel content and fulfilled with our own breath, content with just ourselves right now. When we're ready, we take a long cleansing breath again in through the nose and out through the mouth. the air passes out through the lips again we close the lips we come back into our nostril breath and now we get to choose where we want to go we get to choose our focus or our intention with our energy we use the breath to take us there we inhale whatever it is concept feeling emotion or even if it's a performance that we want to have we think of it coming into our body we embody that intention We exhale a powerful release to create space for that intention, that full big breath to come in, breathing in whatever we want. So if it's to be more focused today, if it's to show ourselves some grace and support, if it's to change our energy, sometimes our intention is that. Sometimes we might move into an experience with the whole purpose of I need to make a shift and I'm going to be in control of doing it. So we give ourselves some time and space to set that intention or set the focus of whatever comes next. We use our breath, inhales, commanding that presence of that intention to pull into the body so that we feel it in every part of our body, every finger and toe, every cell is embodied with this intention. It's full, we feel in alignment with our focus or our intention. And it feels like it's part of us. We feel very clear in our plan or in our mission or what we want. We feel that we're able to work through distractions. We use our breath to do that. And what we've learned about checking in and being honest and then letting things go. And this is where we could say a mantra or a phrase that allows us to continue on, to check back into that intention or that focus. And then we slowly end with another cleansing breath. We draw breath in through the nose and we exhale and release. Close the mouth, breath comes back in through the nose. We feel ready, we feel calm, feel content. We feel that we are completely ourselves, full of purpose, passion, and able to take on whatever is next for us.